Good defensive game. Peru's played really well at third base. Pete made some big plays, and uh, we had a perfectly executed relay. Everybody talks about the throw and the tag, but the key to the whole play is the right fielder. Get it out and get an accurate throw. Give you something you can redirect. What else? Steve? DJ said that uh, he missed one of those recently, and you let him know about it, so he was more accurate today. When did you talk to him? On the field. <laughs> I'm not like that. <laughs> it's all in the presentation. Right? He knows. We've been together before. He's a, he's a guy that, if you look at his left-handed, left-on-left numbers, he, uh, I just said something to uh, F. As right before he hit the ball, and of course I got a good elbow in Hef as the ball was leaving the infield. Of course, if you call every one of them, you're going to be right on, right? I did that the night with Naruz, and I've been calling his power for a while. That's one thing, you know, no right from wrong. That's nothing to execute it. You know, you just want to make sure everybody knows the right way to do things. It's like that same play down the left field line is the only time you don't throw a ball in a direct line. You see a lot of people throw that ball. You catch it, you pick it up in foul ground. If you throw it directly to home plate, the catcher can't see the ball, and you're going to hit the runner for a deflection because the runner's path is there. So it's the one time that the ball's got to go to the fair side so you can create a path. So little things like that, they, you know, Lenny's great at it. You, uh, you said you've obviously known DJ for a while. When he you know, does what he's done over the last couple of days, what, what is he doing well offensively when he's able to hit home runs like that? Well, one, he's, he's healthy. I think he had, his wrist was bothering him some. And, uh, you know, you, you go through periods. That's why it's, it's nice to play with people that know a little bit of a history. And, and if you know guys come through being first-round picks and all these great expectations, and they have some periods where they may not quite get what everybody hopes they get to. And then sometimes you get a good player after that's over because at 27, 28, 29, the, the world's full of players who, you know, really care figuring things out a little bit. And so hopefully we're seeing some of that with him. But uh, he's always been a selective guy. And, uh, you know, he's played some first base too down there. So he's given us a little versatility. Mike. But, you know, you get to this time of the year where the team is, he's, you know, games maybe – don't mean something for the veterans, but a guy like Stewart, I mean, what, is, what, is it, what do these games mean to guys like that that are, are trying to... Sh- well, I think these are, these are times where veteran players establish uh, some really good um, examples. And I've talked to them about it, and getting back to what you're saying here in a second, but you know, I, I, Pete and, and Lenny and, and Jeff and uh, Nim and those guys, like, you know, Nim's out there playing. Pete's out there playing. Day games after night games, Lenny you know, that's, that's a great example going forward for all our players coming up. I know Ventos and Beatty and Alves, they all see it. You know, you, you're, what you do speaks louder than what you might say. But, you know, you, you want to see guys like Stewart and and all these guys. A ruse leaves a good taste defensively and being able to play around. You know, they're all trying to, you know, regardless of what it means for them, for what it means for the team, let's face it, there's some individual stuff that they want to establish too. And, and through that, the team can be beneficial. It can benefit the team. But these guys know what's at stake for the offseason next year. And, you know, it's, I, I 
and I think they're all trying to run with it. You know, Ortega, you know, every team needs a fourth or fifth outfielder. You know, this guy's very quietly uh, shown. I know talking to Billy and our minor league people, he was a guy when he came in there that kind of got everybody's attention down there as a, you know, a real professional player, a guy that you're looking for, for trust especially the fourth outfitter, the utility infielder, the second catcher, you know, people you can trust that on the day they play, day game after night game or a two-day injury, that they bring a little something to the table that you can count on. As far as uh, McGill goes, uh, a lot of traffic today. I, I guess the thing you take away from it is that he worked out of it. That, that'd be very conventional, and, they, and that's the feel good and all that, but, you know, He's uh, he's still there's still another level that we've seen that he can get to um, just the command you know he, he, you know throwing ninety plus pitches and you know, get, he's fortunate to get through five with all the traffic and the walks and you know he's 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 better than that and um, you know I guess he got the win in five innings and actually some ways I thought he might pitch a little better the last two outings. But uh, it was good enough today. Had to pitch a lot of innings out of the pen again. That's, but, you know, this team in a tough situation that's been self-inflicted, just won three out of four, and we're going to go on the road. Laura? Uh, you touched a little bit about Vientos getting hurt um, before the game. Do you, do you have a further update on him? And just how did he get hurt? Uh, swing. Swing yesterday. I think it was his second at bat. I know he went down the cage and uh, tried to get a feel for it, and it bit him pretty good. You know, tendonitis was the diagnosis, kind of a day-to-day thing. We'll see where he is tomorrow, and you know, I know, but you know, we're hoping that it's not something that requires a long period of time. I think we'll make a better evaluation tomorrow. Abby. When you talk about McGill, there's a next step he can get to. What do you think has held him back from getting there this season? It's command. You know, it's he's made a couple of changes in his delivery. You know, it started on because of the injury he had last year, trying to take some strain off of that area with the way that uh, his mechanics worked. And through that, he, he lost a little bit of his – it's more than just velocity, but that was something that the naked eye could see on a board. And now they think they found – something that allows him to get the velocity. So, you know, trying to get used to some deliveries and getting down the hill, uh, you know, it's one thing to have better stuff. It's another thing, can you command it? Because guys up here, when you when they see that you're not commanding baseball, they're going to wait you out. And sooner or later, you're going to have to center cut something. Joe? Is that something that you could see involving Tyler is there a light at the end of the tunnel with that? Is there, you know, maybe the organization will have the kind of patience where this could be rectified then, I guess? Oh, sure, sure. You know, we, you know, these are, you know, when you have he and Pete have, uh, you know, you're looking at, you know, I want them to be more than depth. I want them to be one of the guys. You know, I need them to graduate. You know, they need, you know, we need them to graduate for a lot of reasons and they show flashes of it and then, you know, if we're taking two steps forward and one back, I'm okay with that, but it seems like we, we can't quite get over that hump sometimes. You know, they're they're not 20 or 25. You know, they're 27, 28. And, you know, I think they're sitting there with options next year, but that, that doesn't matter. You know, I want them to be the guy that we can count on and I want them to use these starts they're getting 
to make us think they they could be and should be. Gary. Buck, when your bullpen's as stretched as it's been the last few days, how important is that one extra inning by Tyler to, Tyler to kind of allow you to map out the rest of the game? Well, I'll tell you the other side of it. Uh, we had two outs and nobody on and a chance to pitch the six and walk this and that, whatever, and took away that, you know, which meant Otto had to pitch, which meant uh, got, you know, there's arteries of all that stuff. I mean, there's, we call it cause and effect all the time. And, uh, so instead of that fifth, I mean, there was a top ten pits of six there, so that was disappointing. But you know, I, I was just saying early on, forty something pitching two innings, you were saying, how are we going to get to five? I was trying to stay away from Santana so we could have some length tomorrow as much as I could. But now, you know, we've pitched four, five, and six innings out of the bullpen three days in a row without any off days. We knew this was going to be a tough stretch when the schedule came out, especially who we're playing and where we're playing. So. You know, um, you know, we're contemplating a certain starter there to give Singa a normal rest, but so kind of take a lot of things into effect here. Light. Buck, looking ahead on this road trip, I think the next time McGill pitches is in Atlanta if everything goes according to schedule. How important is that Brave series? I mean, I realize not so much for the season, but just kind of clear out some demons, and particularly a case of McGill who struggle, that being able to take on a top-tier team like them and having a good outing, I think, would probably do wonders for his psyche as well. You know, I, I think regardless of who we're facing, I, I think it's important for, for guys like he and Pete to grasp this opportunity. I'm not going to – everybody knows how good Atlanta is. You know, we were as good as them last year except for the head-to-head. So it can change very quickly. And um, – I think more than anything, we're envious of, of where they are. So, I, I, not just them, so he should only pitch good against Atlanta and somebody else. I, let's see, what is today? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He's probably going to pitch about Tuesday. But, um, um, I, you know, I, whether it's Atlanta or, you know, little sisters of the poor, I, I mean, but just the you know, hey, the, the better the competition, then you do well. I got it. But, you know, these are major league hitters over here. You know, I, I'd love to have, you know, I think everybody covets some of the, their players uh, like ours. But I, I just want to pitch well regardless of who they're facing and, and leave a good taste in everybody's mouth. And, you know, he needs to get – both these guys need to get deeper in the game. I know they would – I know the guys in the bullpen would really appreciate it. I was talking to Rails and Otto after the game in my office. It's been, you know, we're, we're giving the rest, and it's right, but it's right on the edge. We're pushing up against it, you know, a day off, and you know, you see, we don't overuse guys, but we're real close, and that's what the, we knew. The stretch was going to challenge us with that, but we can change it.